Quest Nation, thank you for tuning into the Love Quest podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go. There is somebody, um, your name is in the mouth of somebody that can radically transform your your situation. I'll say that again for some people. It's some people that don't need. First of all, everybody needs somebody. And so what I just told you was, the Lord says that you are in a room right now in someone's mouth who is ready to bring change into your life. You, you You are in the mouth of someone of influence that can radically change the situation you're in. Right, that's, that, that's fine, that's, that's fine. I know it's a few people in here who are saying, God, I need breakthrough. Guess what? Breakthrough is not, God's going to always use people. Right? Some of you are looking to get accepted in colleges. Guess what? Someone's looking over your application. So what I'm telling you is God has put you on somebody's heart. God has moved your application a little forward. God is loosening up some finances for your situation. Yep. Go ahead, have a seat. I think this is a perfect opportunity. We've been talking about pop culture. Pop culture. Let me help some people out. It's praise over problems. Praise over position. Praise over pity. Praise over pain. Praise over politics. Praise. Say praise. Praise. Hey, you guys, you know what? You don't need a therapist. You need a little bit more praise in your life. Who was that for? You don't need a wife or a husband. You need a little more praise in your life. Hallelujah. You don't need no Advil. You need a little bit of praise in your life. Right? You don't need no sex. You need some praise. You don't need porn, you need praise. Praise over porn, that's a new pop one. Hallelujah. Yeah, I seen a few men start smiling. First time they smiled the whole service, they smiled on that one. (laughs) Deliverance is in the house today. Praise over politics, praise over pity, praise over complaining. Right? Praise over Trudeau. Right? It don't matter what Trudeau do, so what? What you doing? Let's put you in office. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so no matter what is going on in my life, I have to find a praise within me. My children act up, guess what? Praise. Right? You don't curse your children. Praise. And I want to teach my children when their parents act up. Praise. You don't need a backup plan. You need praise. Right? Your family situation jacked up. 
division in your house, divorce is at your door. Guess what you need? Praise. Ooh, a husband and a wife that prays together, stays together. All right, when last time you worshiped with your spouse? When was the last time you all you wanted from them was a praise partner? Other day, I was like, babe, I really don't feel like going in the cold plunge. Can you go with me? See, I realize there's days that I need her to lead or I need encouragement and I'm not afraid to ask for it. I don't want to get in the cold plunge by myself today. If you don't go, I won't go. And guess what she said? Fine then, come on. <laughs> right, that little five minutes. Right, what did we just do together? We just invested in long life. Right, you like forget sleeping with somebody, get in the cold plunge. Work out together. See, you, 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 I lost you there. We think praise is just singing. But praise is giving God glory in my body. So if this is his temple, I'm saying, God, I'm going to make some choices that are going to preserve my body. So that you can get more praise out of my life. Hallelujah. I ate some Cheetos yesterday. But I got in the cold plunge. My heart is on fire, boiling over with passion, bubbling up within me are these beautiful lyrics as a lovely poem to be sung for the king. Like a river bursting its banks, I'm overflowing with words, spilling out into this sacred story. Right? Anybody ever get angry in here? Raise your hand. And then there's a lot of liars in here. <laughs> you know what I hate it when people are like, I'm not participating. What the heck did you come here for then? What did you come here for? Do you think you came here for Kamali? Guess what? Kamali was only an instrument to get you here. She's already evangelizing. You think you here because of baby dedication? No, God trying to get you back dedicated. You need to rededicate your life. You ain't come here for no dedication. You came here for rededication. Get your life right. Come on, we're going to do some rededications at the end. Come on, you got a stale Christianity? You need to rededicate your life. You need to put some hot sauce on your stale chips. Hallelujah. My, 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 let me help you out. Anybody that has a bubble, like a, like a stirring, don't, if you sit next to somebody that's stale, I want you, I want you to um, not let them quench your fire. And if you stale sitting next to stale people, next time you come to church, sit next to somebody else. Because stale people that hang around stale people stay what? Stale. Right? If you a stale per like if you if you're looking for a spouse and you know your personality is like bland. <laughs> Find someone that's extremely exciting to be with and has personality. 
right? And then you rub off on each other because sometimes you can be over bubbly and you need somebody that's kind of, you know what I'm saying? And you bring the best out of each other. He or she calm you down and then you turn them up, right? You need a little bit of both. But God's good. So I'm bubbling up within because I can't turn off my memory of his goodness. And anytime you're bubbling up because of the glory of God, it produces songs. Right? When you're happy, it just makes you want to sing. Even if you can't, it makes you want to sing. Right? I'm just praying today you get your song back. Hallelujah. I want, to, I want to show you guys something. And when you pray, they said, Lord, show me, teach me how to pray. I want you guys to play, pay very close attention. I assume that majority of people in here consider themselves Christians. And then some people consider themselves followers of Jesus. Y'all get that? There's Christians and there's followers of Christ. So what I'm, every word that I'm reading you, it's a responsibility of yours. This is not a suggestion. This is not an insurance plan for when you die. This is a plan for while you're living. I don't need to die to go to heaven. <laughs> I need to follow Jesus to carry heaven. While I'm alive. You, 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 look, 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 you just need to let heaven enter your marriage. Into your family. Into your insufficiencies. So here's scripture. Disciples come to him and say, teach me how to pray. They didn't say, teach me how to do miracles. They didn't say, teach me how to make money. They didn't say, teach me how to find a spouse. They said, teach me how to what? Pray. Come on. They said, teach me how to what? Pray. They said, teach me how to what? Pray. No, it didn't say praise. I heard the S on something, unless that was a, a, a demon or something. Then we could deal with that too. He said, teach me how to what? Pray. All right. You with us, JT? And when you pray, do not heap up phrases, multiply, multiply words, reaping the same ones over and over. I wanted to start here for those that think the longer we pray, the more God hears us. The more, the more biblical words, the more God hears us because we talk longer. No, 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 no. It says, here's Jesus saying, when you pray, don't. Heap up phrases, multiply words, repeating the same ones over and over as the Gentiles do. For they think they will be heard for their much speaking. Do not be like them for your father knows what you need. See, Elder John, if, 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 if my father knows what I need before I pray... 
the only thing left to do is praise. <laughs> we spend more time begging God than praising God. Hallelujah. Can I help somebody in here? Can I pray? Can I help somebody? See, that's a praise right there. You know what I'm saying? That's, I, I, need, I need more. Yes. I love it. I love it. It's culture. And guess what we said? The Bible says that you will be known as the city of praise, Love Quest. Therefore, he's trying to establish a culture of praise. Okay. Okay. He says, he knows what you need before you ask him. So I could be on my way to work. I could be at work all day. And I'm like, man, when I get home, I need to spend some time with God. And I need to pray. But why wait till you get home? He said, this scripture says, on your way home to your prayer closet, before you get in your closet, he knows what you need. So, so really, really, if I live a lifestyle of praise, thanksgiving, gratitude, like the, 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 why I'm not seeing what I'm believing for isn't matter of prayer. I will tell you something. There's so many things in my life that I have that I didn't pray for. When is prayer going to be about relationship more than resources? When am I going to pray to God because I'm in love? I'm going to pray to you. I'm going to communicate with you because you my best friend. Not because you my best chance of getting something. Oh, man. Before you ask him, he know what it is. He know what it do. Come on, say he know what it do. Woo! He, he says there's a group of people that don't, they, they pray many words because they don't know him. They don't know him as a father. This is your daddy. I wish my kids praised us more than asked for stuff because their needs are already in my heart. I do what I do for them. And sometimes they ask like I don't got them on my mind. And it gets in the way of relationship. I'm your father. I am your only father. And no one in this planet is thinking about you like I am. Who are you that you are mindful of me? But what our children will do, they will go and seek attention. They will go seek a bunch of stuff from other places. And abandon the very relationship that God gave them. The responsibility to provide. Ain't nobody staying up late at night thinking about you like we are. 
Ain't nobody arguing over you like we are. Ain't nobody fighting for you like we are. Ain't nobody moving across borders to set you up like we are. Ain't nobody. And there is no God that is moving obstacles for you like he is. Ain't nobody assuring that you will see heaven and eternal life like he is. Ain't nobody providing like he is. Ain't nobody fighting the devil for you like he is. Ain't nobody closing doors like he is. Ain't nobody opening doors like he is. Ain't nobody feeding you like he is. But still and yet, we go worship and serve everybody else. Ain't no gym strengthening you like he is. Ain't no amount of sex pleasing you like he can. But still and yet, we tell the world he's the way, truth, and the life. But we don't depend on him like he's our lifeline. We don't depend on him like he did away. Therefore, if you don't follow him, you're religious. You can say Christian all you want to. You're religious. Because you got to go from Christian to son. You, you, you know what I heard the other day? Somebody said something, it rolled off their lips, and I put it together like, oh! When are we going to go from seeking our call to seeking our creation. We're always God. What's my call? He said, you find your call when you look at your creation. What were you created for versus what you're called to? Because when you get to heaven, you're only going to do what you was created for, not what, you, what your call is. It's like going from yes to I do. You say yes to be engaged. You say I do to be married. And there's a lot of Christians in here, you're engaged to Jesus. And ladies, let me talk to you. If a man engaged to you for five years, even two years, guess what? Walk away. Get a ring back. Go somewhere else. They, they put down, a, they, put down you, they put you on layaway. They just, hey, they just want to make sure you get put on the shelf so nobody else gets you. Come on, get that ring back. Say, I am not put on layaway. I am full price purchase. Nah, nah, nah. I'm talking to some of you longtime Christians. When you gonna get Jesus off layaway? When you gonna say, I do? When you gonna really marry Jesus instead of being engaged? He say, man, before you ask me, I already know what you need. I already know what you want. So I have not only removed the veil, I've also removed the need. <laughs> I'm going to say that one more time. When he removed the veil, he removed the need. And sometimes our lives are full of stress because what we need, it ain't what he needs us to need. He needs you to have peace. 
He needs you to have joy. You got to understand this because, because blessing is looking for joyful people. Blessing is looking for grateful people. He says, pray. This is how you're going to pray. I'm about, anybody want to know how to pray? Man, we in trouble if only five people want to know how to pray. That's the problem. That's the problem. Hey, man, we're going to teach you how to pray real quick. This is Jesus telling us how to pray. Say, Jesus, teach me. He said, pray for, therefore, like this. Come on, say like this. What does like this mean? Y'all say, y'all smart class. Our Father, not our God, not our tree, not our good luck beads, not our dream catcher. <laughs> our Abba, our Father who is in heaven. Hallowed be your name, full stop. The way you start to pray is praise. You don't ask him for nothing. You begin to thank him for everything. I think I think there's I think there's a part elder John I think there's a part Mark I think there's a part in prayer that we've messed up prayer is boring because we take praise out of it you can pray for an hour if you praised for 15 minutes but if you start off begging that gets boring because heaven don't back back up beggars Do you know the Holy Spirit is responsible to help us pray? So even when I'm tired, there's a point where my help comes. And my help comes quicker when I praise him. Do you know, do you know, do you know, do you know, do you know our father? So when I get up in the morning, I don't wake up. Oh, my God. Wish I would have slept longer. Oh my God. I got to go to this crazy job and see these old jacked up people. They better not say nothing to me today. You see how you setting your day up. Some of you don't want to get out of bed to look at the people in your house. Hey, you ever act sleep until that person leave? You like, mm. you know how kids be doing? Hey, 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 Malia. They acting like they sleep. They ain't sleep. You, you, anybody got kids? They, they look at their phone like this, and when you walk in, they let it go. I mean, y'all, y'all think y'all heck of slick. But when I wake up, my morning would be different. If I woke up first thing, I open my eyes. Thank you, Jesus. The, the first thing that should come out of your mouth is thank you, I woke up today. 
Thank you, I got one more day. Hey, you can't wake up complaining you sore. Right? When you dead, you ain't sore. You what? Dead. Thank God I got muscles that's alive with blood in them to be sore. Thank you, God, that I got a refrigerator with just a little bit of food. Thank you, God. I got a house. I got a roof over my head. Thank you, God. I got running water in my sink. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. You're awesome, God. You're an amazing God. You're a faithful God. What I, what I found out is when you put in a good praise, you don't even want to ask God for nothing. Seek me first and then all these things will follow, which tells me I don't need to ask for things. He knows what I need. He knows what I desire. I'm going to praise him all the day. I found the secret sauce. I found the secret sauce. Hey, I found the secret sauce. Yeah, I found the secret sauce. I found the secret sauce. I found the secret. No, stop, stop. I found the secret sauce. I found. Stop. I found. I found the secret sauce. I found. Man, and this is why I'm preaching this with so much passion. Some of y'all going all this week. You're gonna be stressed out, smoking cigarettes. Vape, whiskey, all that make your breath stink. It make your hair stink. All that make your breath stink. All that make your hair stink. Hair stink. All that make your breath stink. Breath stink. Yeah, all that make your hair stink. Hair stink. All right, all right. I love it. I love it. I love it. What I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is you don't need. Come on, come on, come on. Don't do it. Don't do it. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't need. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. You like how is praise gonna help me? Well, how has drugs helped you? I'ma just say it wrong. How has booty helped you? Did he say that? Yes. How has online dating helped you? Do you know when you do online dating, you're seeking? <laughs> But hey, hey, ain't that what Lord said? Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us what? Exalt his name together. Zoom in on Jesus. 
Get off that dating page looking for similarities. That ain't how God work. God has the perfect profile for you. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it in in. Man, man, we starting off prayer ain't about us. He said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is before it even get to me. <laughs> praise is my superpower. Come on, praise is my superpower. What you may not see is God in that few minutes was shifting things in your life. He was moving things in your life. He was breaking things in your life. The devil had to let you go in that moment. So praise my superpower. Praise confuses the enemy and constructs the enemy. Yeah, I'm supposed to be depressed. But my actions show otherwise. And can't nobody fight effectively in confusion. You want to get the devil off your back? Have a resilient praise. Come on, say resilient praise. One more time, resilient praise. Say, I'm a praiser. I'm a worshiper. Perpetual praise tames the tongue to be a sword of life that perpetually cuts down the leeches of life. Those things that's just sucking blood out of you and sucking life. Man, when you're praising, you'll just see spiritual leeches falling off of you. Right? You don't know what I'm going through, but oh, that means rejoice to spin around. Hey, hey, let me help you out. If you want to stay young and youthful longer, praise, dance. But the more you stiff and stay still, guess what? Do you know the miracle in movement? You were created to move. Things happen when you move. When I, God says, when I move, you move just like that. Hey, hey, I'm getting ready. I don't know if it's going to be today, but some of you stiff men, it's not a, not a bad thing, not a bad thing. I'm not talking about like stiff, like personality and all that, but it's going to come a day where I, I, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking in the spirit realm and God is needing men in this very hour to lead in praise. What would happen to society if we had men that wasn't afraid to praise God? If we had men that lifted their hands? If we had more men that said, thank you, Jesus? If we had more husbands saying, I love you, Jesus? If we had more fathers saying, God, you're good? See, and God is calling the men to the, to the front. He's calling men to fight and battle. I told the men this morning, I said that you have to lead the village, not just your house. Purpose, men, purpose over provision. 
And whenever you live in purpose, God will always provide. I asked the men this morning, I said, um, how has manhood been portrayed to you? And most men would say, I go make the money. That's how I protect my family. I said, there's a difference. What was that? It was a difference between um, um, being short this month than being tight this month. When you're short, you got to get on a payment plan. When you're tight, you might not be able to go do some extracurricular stuff. And sometimes it's okay to let things be tight so you can invest in legacy. We need men that pray. We need men that worship. We need men that praise. I pray God zap the cool out of you. Parents, moms, dads, challenge the cool. Understand, I didn't say challenge the swag. If Jesus in you, you got swag. But there's nothing cool about Jesus. Because Jesus got dirty. Jesus wasn't tripping off what you thought about him. Jesus was hung wide. That ain't cool. Jesus was pretty much naked, being dragged through the streets. That ain't cool. But he says he despised shame. Because he saw you. And the Lord said, keep the drip. Keep the swag. But humble yourself and put a praise in your arms. Put a praise in your legs. Because there's a dying generation. And there's a village that is depending on men to get back in their rightful place. Men that's willing to fight to be with mama not think that the girl that haven't seen your bad side is better talk to that new girl like you talk to your wife and you'll see she ain't gonna she ain't gonna like you either stop finding value in people that don't know all of you yeah let, let her know how you talk to your mama and your daddy and if she any kind of woman, guess what she'll do? She not fool with you. But stop finding affirmation and approval from people who really don't know you. And the people who hold you accountable because they know you, you run from. We're in an hour where only praise is going to get us through. You ready for this? When you praise God, you don't need answers. I trust you, Lord, to give me the answers that I need. You ready for this? And I trust you, God, to give me answers that I can handle. There's some stuff that God is keeping from you because you couldn't handle the truth. I feel in this hour, God's calling the men forward. We don't need... The prime minister of our choice we don't need the president of our choice men you don't need more money you need praise you need a heart for God let me tell you something men you don't really gotta hustle when you hustle after Jesus I'm not telling you to be broke please have those rich dreams nothing wrong with wanting to be rich 
as long as your wealth, your wealth is tied to purpose. So when I say pursue Jesus, I'm not saying be broke. Jesus was broke, so you could be well off. Don't get it twisted. Do not take Jesus' humility for poverty. What I'm telling you, man, let a woman find her man on his knees more. Let a woman hop in your car on a date and hear you listening to some, some edifying things. There's young ladies out here who didn't have a father that need a man that will cover them. I feel like God is calling in this very hour. Mighty men of God. And even if you don't see yourself as a mighty man of God, I'm here to tell you this morning, for every man that has doubted their worth, for every man that has doubted if they can be a good father, if they can be a good husband, Right, some of those arguments you get with with your spouse is because she haven't maybe yet learned how to communicate that you ain't doing your job in a way that empowers you to do your job. But if you look at her side, she didn't have that pattern either and vice versa. But what I will say, your worth is not in your spouse's opinion. Your worth is in who God says you are. And sometimes you're going to have to fight and hold on to who God says you are while people tear you down. But I feel like God in his very hours calling men so he can set the family back in order. He's calling men forward that are willing to say, we are going to break the generations where children have to be raised in separate households. We're looking for men that are willing to say, I may be struggling right now, but I am going to fight so the struggle ends with me. Hey, hey, I'm, hey if, you, if, you, if you're in here, pay attention to what the Lord is doing right now. No, it's going to stop with me. My daddy was this way and I'm going to be the last one. Moving forward, my bloodline is interrupted. Moving forward, alcoholism is out of my bloodline. Moving forward, any form of addiction is out of my bloodline. Moving forward, mental illness is out of my bloodline. Moving forward, giving up is out of my bloodline. Moving forward, abandoning my house for finances is out of my bloodline. Hey, hey, God's doing some healing. There are some men in here that you need to forgive your father. Because here's the truth. If you don't forgive your father, the potential to do what your father did is still in you. See, what we don't understand is forgiveness is not about getting the pain away. It's about getting the seed out of me that he deposited. So when I forgive, what was planted in me has no power no more, and I uproot the toxicity from abandonment. <laughs> There's men in here that need to forgive their father. Maybe you need to forgive your mother. And no man has to come up here to the altar at all. 
but also what our sons and daughters need to see is more men at the altar. I come against the orphan spirit where you think you got to do it all by yourself. Where you think nobody loves you, nobody sees you. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. And maybe you are not a father or male up here. And maybe you're female right now. The call is for men. But if you're a female in here and you need to forgive, forgive. Because here's the truth. You may have a man in your life or a man is coming in your life. And your bitterness can be projected onto your children. And as these men did, as you're led, men feel free. God called us to be humble, not hard. And if our men cannot be, you know what, quite frankly, I'm tired of women being the only vulnerable people. I'm tired of women being willing to gather more than men. I'm tired of men just sitting around just like, man, I'm, no, I'm fighting these tears. Man, you broken. You got a baby mama. That left, man, can I help you? That's not okay. That's not design. You beefing with your children's mama or children's daddy. It's not okay. Addiction is tearing our homes up. Porn is tearing our homes up. Anger is tearing our homes up. And then we have young men that even at 15, 14, 16, if you're not careful, as much as you hate what dad did to mom, you just might do to her. This is a call to surrender our hearts. And ladies, you may have a man you just upset with, sick, and disgusted with. What I challenge you to do right now is pray for these men and that man. And there's some of you up here, your, your father or your husband or something may be up here and you like, yeah, right, I believe it when I see it. Shame on you. See, what, 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 what we need to learn how to do is celebrate people when they try. And if I was you, if you're a son or if you're and your dad or your brother or your husband is up here, man, the grace that Jesus extended to you, and you hold people hostage like your stuff don't stink. In God's eyes, your sin and your father's sin, y'all in the same basket.
You can't interrupt the bloodline and be bitter. The Bible says to honor our fathers and our mothers, honor our parents. Though our days will be long. Can I put an end to families coming together when a parent is on their deathbed? I will tell every child in here, if you wait until your parents is on their deathbed to have a conversation, you will live with regret for all your days. You don't honor your parents when they die. I pray that compassion sweeps this room, that you can see the areas your parents made mistakes, that you have compassion for how they was abused, that you have compassion for how they were treated as well. And I want to tell some of you parents in here, there may be some children you just can't please. But what I will tell some of you parents in here that work your butt off, stop living trying to prove that you're a good person. You made your mistake. You wish you could do it all over again. But do not live your latter days in regret. I pray right now that you fathers, you husbands can forgive yourself. Prayer warriors should be praying. I feel there are some sons in here that need to forgive their dad. How many people remember a few weeks ago I told you a story my dad texted me and was like, hey son, I need your help. Remember that? I'm going to be vulnerable with you guys. I haven't even made time to call him. Got to be vulnerable with you guys. He texted me, he said, hey, son, don't forget about me. I was like, dad, I'm out of town right now. I promise you, make some time. Am I busy? Yeah, I'm busy, but should I make time? That's a priority. But deep inside, it's like, because he wasn't there, he doesn't feel like a priority. I'm trying to help somebody. Do not let the feeling of absence override the gift of a parent I don't care if they never have been in your life you still have a parent and what I'm telling you you will find if you are willing to humble yourself and even seek out that person and just have a simple I'm not saying be friends I'm not saying hang out 
But if God has put a parent on this planet for you and they're still living, that deserves a hello, how you doing? I, I wish it could have been. Who are you? You got, man, let me pray for you. And you may not never talk again. But I'm telling you, if your parent was missing, there is something missing. And as much as you pursuing him or her, you got one parent. And if they're still alive, let's put our pride aside and have one conversation. Let's pray for his moment. I won't abuse like dad did. I won't. Come on, this is covenant time right now. There's some of you ladies in here. You've been left by husband. You've been left by father. You've been left by uncles you, you you just and I feel the Lord just saying man just lean into me some of us have created habits that drown out the pain what would happen if this altar was like, man, I'm going to come. And then for the men that may be sitting down and think they got it all together, maybe you should be up here praying for these men and with these men because what we need is men standing together as well. Right? And if you're young, you might be like, nah, the altar is for old guys. But Jesus was 13. David was young. Jeremiah was young. And if you start your life off at the altar, you'll end your life there. I feel like there's some men in here that have some some secret some secret struggles. I feel like there's some men in here that may have some dark things going on in their in their in their hearts, in their minds, their lives. But there's also a specific group of men. I need you guys to listen very, very, very carefully, very carefully, very carefully. There are some things that at one point you overcame that are creeping back in. They're not fully consuming you, but they are creeping back up. It may be thoughts. It may be habits. And the Lord says, I want, I want to get a hold of those things before they become habits. Before they become something that is, is a stronghold again in your life. I believe there's power in unity, number one. I believe there's power 
Somebody sent me a prayer this morning. They sent me a text and said, and they, they, they text every often, ever so often. I believe they're, they only send it when they're led. Where's my phone? Because this is what I believe is in the room. I just need two or three to believe with me. Richmond's praying that the word and presence of heaven is strong today. Deliverances, healings, salvations, repentance, and humility. The kingdom is advancing in and through love quests. Psalm 119, revive me according to your word. Revive me in your ways. Revive me in your righteousness. The word revive means making alive, keeping alive, and giving more life. Jesus cover love quests and its leaders. Guard your church and your work in and through those that call it home. I bind every work and strategy of hell against heaven's move. Jesus, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay. So if I don't have nobody to agree with me, I'm agreeing with the prophetic word that was sent this morning. And I believe that because God woke me up with this word, he is trying to fulfill this word right now. So I just declare in this room that there is revival. There is deliverance. There is healing. There is salvation. There is repentance. There is humility. And I agree that every work and strategy of hell against the move of heaven is bound right now. And so it's bound, we have the freedom to loose. So we loose healing, we loose joy. If you guys can grab some oil, you three. We loose freedom, we loose joy in this room. We loose salvation in this room. We break the bondage of addiction now in this room. Come on, you don't need to tell me what you're addicted to. Jesus sees it, and whatever it is, I break the spirit of it now. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of the Lamb, it is broken. We break the spirit of sexual impurities. We break the spirit of pharmakia. We break the spirit of addiction now in Jesus' name. Come on, pray, pray. We bind torment in your mind now in Jesus' name. And we speak to the storm of torment and we say, peace, be still. Come on, say, peace, be still. In the name of Jesus, let go of our sons. Let go of our sons now in Jesus' name. Let go of our mighty men of valor now in Jesus' name. Let go of our Nehemiahs in Jesus' name. Let go of our Josephs right now in Jesus' name. Let go of our Moseses right now in Jesus' name. Let go of our Pauls now in Jesus' name. Let go, let go, let go, let go.
let go, let go in Jesus' name. Let go, let go, let go in Jesus' name. Let go of our sons, let go of our fathers, let go of our husbands in Jesus' name. Reconciliation in the family. Reconciliation in the family. We uproot the spirit of bitterness in Jesus' name. Come on, pray. For you fathers, I want to tell you from the mouth of the Lord, no matter the mistakes you have made, you are forgiven. You are forgiven. Let whoever want to hold a grudge against you, let them hold it. But as Jesus told them, he said, sin no more. Fathers, love your children. Embrace your children. Even if they don't want to accept it, embrace your children. Let them deal with their bitterness. Let them deal with their unforgiveness. But you are forgiven. I want to tell every father in here, you are forgiven. Come on, all the ladies who have the audacity... All the ladies who have the courage and all the ladies who have the love to repeat after me and say, Fathers, Fathers. come on, Fathers, Fathers. Sons, Sons, you are forgiven. forgiven. Now go, go. be the best. best. Come on, we we need ladies that speak life. We need ladies that speak life. ladies say you are a mighty man of God you are a soldier in the army of the Lord come on say we forgive you we let you free we let you go you are a mighty man of the most high God now for those ladies who just spoke that over somebody else's son and somebody else's father I declare freedom in your heart from the grudges you've held against yours. I believe truthfully on the inside. You're just saying, I want my daddy back. So let that be your prayer. I want my dad. I want to meet my dad. I want to hug my dad. Healing is in this room. Some of our addictions are due to undealt with pain. Come and bring your pain to the altar. Hallelujah. Sometimes we get ourselves in trouble with the Lord, so this is good trouble. Good trouble. Good trouble. Good trouble. Good trouble. It's okay to still admit that you want a relationship with your dad even if you're mad at him. Even if you're mad at him. 
Hey, here's a safe place to grieve. So when you go out there, you can win. I'm asking every man to let altar, let, let anger go at the altar today. Come on, let rage go at the altar today. Come on, come on. Can we pray? Can we pray that these men release anger? They release, they release it. Come on, they release the rage. They release the abandonment. There's men up here that have experienced abandonment. They're questioning their manhood. They're questioning if they want to live. They, I come, yes, we see you suicide. We break the spirit of suicide now. You will not give up on your family. You will not leave your children fatherless. We bind the spirit of suicide and we say you shall live and not die. Come on, you shall live and not die. Come on. I hear faith arising. I hear life arising. Yes, we speak to those dry bones now in Jesus' name. Come on, we speak to those dry bones now in Jesus' name. We speak to those dry bones now. Come on, hope arise again. Joy arise again. I declare you get your dance back now. You get your song back now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. First Samuel 30 says, David came back to a village where his family was gone. The village was destroyed. And maybe your family has been destroyed, man. Maybe you've made mistakes. Maybe you've made mistakes. And it seems like the devil, the enemy has burned down your village. But I remember David said, the word said, David encouraged himself. Come on, David encouraged himself. Come on, ladies, say, encourage yourself, mighty man of God. Then after that, David, the mighty man of God, said, Lord, shall I pursue the family that you gave me? <laughs> and man, my heart is breaking right now for some of you fathers because the way children and way family has made it seem is like the family that you dreamt of is no longer redeemable. But man... I can tell you from my personal life, I was trash, but I've been redeemed. This building was trash, but it's been redeemed. This community was trash, but it's being redeemed. And I want to speak to you fathers. I don't care how much you have messed up. You are redeemable. So I speak to the remnant that's left inside of you. I blow on the embers in your soul and I say come alive come alive come alive in Jesus name come alive in Jesus name
Come on, you men, stand up on your feet. I don't care if you got tears in your face. Come alive in Jesus' name. Awake my soul. Come on, awake my soul. Awake my soul. Come alive, come alive, come alive. Awake my soul. part of that the Lord spoke back to David and he told him to go do the impossible hey hey elder John if I read the scriptures right David was by himself his homies who he was fighting with turned on him so when the Lord said pursue overtake and recover all he was talking to David no matter who went with him So if you want your family back, guess what? Pursue, overtake, and recover all without fail. If you want your father back, pursue, overtake, and recover all without fail. You want your children back? Pursue, overtake, recover all without fail. Come on, I'm in my, hey, 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 I'm in my without fail season. your money back pursue overtake recover all without fail you want your dreams back pursue overtake recover all without fail come on lift your hands up come on we praising them right now we praising them right now Come on now. Hey, men, when you got up on your feet this time, the devil didn't mess with the wrong one. Come on. The devil has messed with the wrong one. The devil has messed with the wrong one. Come on. The devil has messed with the wrong one. Come on. I got my bounce back. I got my fight back. I got my strength back. your hands up. Come on, lift your hands up. I'm woke now. My soul is woke now. You won't fool me again, devil. I put the bottle under my feet. I put the drugs under my feet. I put the porn under my feet. I put anger under my feet. Come on. Come on, I got my fight back now. Come on, fellas, I got my fight back now. I got my fight back now. Come on, I got my fight back now. Come on, who got their fight back now? Who got their fight back now? You keep that right there. You keep that right there. You keep that right there. Bring that down some. I want to speak to the ladies real quick. These men, by faith, have gotten up a new man. 
you better watch out because sometimes you want something you think you want because you're not getting it at the time. And you praying, Lord, help my husband be on fire for you. But when he get on fire for Jesus and he start following Jesus, can you handle a man that pursues God? What I'm praying over you men is a grace to overcome any foolishness that's planted in your ears. I want to I prepare your ears for the woman that may say, yeah, right, I'll believe it when I see it. Do not let that discourage you. Because what God has done today in your heart, it's done. You, I don't care if someone talks down to you. I pray for a grace that you do not let what they say about you identify you. Men, find you some accountability partners. Men, find you people you could talk to and be broken without being judged. Men, find you a place where you can cry. That will not cost you compromise. You need to cry sometime. You need someone to listen to you sometimes. You need someone to hold you and not direct you sometimes. But your manhood cannot be identified by the opinions and the desires of others for you. And I pray in your heart that you forgive every, not just male, but if you are married, that you forgive if your spouse has put their mouth on you in a negative way, that you can go home today and walk in love. The Bible says, touch not my anointing. Ladies, if you've married a man, first of all, if you've married a man of God, I want to tell you no matter what you think of him, he is anointed by God. And you have a responsibility to do nothing but encourage that. And they don't mean that you don't express your feelings, but do it with skill. And as much of a mama as you are, you did not marry your children, you married your husband. And when that man is watching you, forgive easily your children. Be resilient in loving your children. The patience you show your children. And you do not give the same thing to them. That silence can be very dangerous. You do not honor others more than you honor them. But men, without the affirmation, without the honor, I want to tell you that you are loved. 
you are forgiven. And whatever area you messed up in, God will redeem it. You cannot make that up. He will and he has. I'm asking every man here to forgive whoever has hurt you. Forgiveness is not a feeling. Release the pain to Jesus. All over this room, can we lift our hands? I apologize, but I don't apologize for the amount of time that we've taken this morning, but... Let me tell you, from where Love Quest started, this is a whole lot of men. Come on, can we celebrate our men one time? You see, you see this, fellas, you see this? Fellas, you see this? Female, 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 female. We got a male in there? Where my fellas at? Yeah, yeah, we got one, one man on the worship team. Where my fellas at? Where y'all at? The, hey, guess what? These women got jobs too. Where y'all at? Where you at with your gifts and talents? That, that, I, don't, I don't care how much your wife pressing you, pressing you to make money. Let me tell you something. When they see their man serving, that does something too. I am putting it out there that me personally, we need more men that serve in the body of Christ. I don't care if it's once a month, but you need to serve the body of Christ. Because as you do for his house, he does for yours. Lift your hands right where you are, all over this room. Honestly, I want to bind the spirit of fear. For God did not give you the spirit of fear, but of power, love, sound mind. Get some oil really quickly. I don't know why, maybe it's because it's a bunch of you, but I don't think that's the case. The Nuthaki family and everyone connected to this family. I've been really trying to listen closely. are an anointed family I, I need you guys to listen very closely you are an anointed family you have nation shaking anointing in your family and the attacks on your family have been as strong as they are 
because the anointing is as strong. But I want to point out something. The attacks on your family are only a tiny measure to the power on your family. And this is why unity has been attacked because the Bible says wherever there's unity is the commanded blessing. I only can, I don't, I don't know you guys' family beyond this mighty man of God. I don't know grandpa or great-grandpa. I don't know none of that. But what I do know is on all of our journeys, we all make mistakes. Say mistakes. mistakes. Some conscious, some unconscious, some, some purposeful, some accident. But a mistake is a mistake. What I do know is that this man of God and this woman of God has ministered and preached the gospel to many people. And sometimes when we, and this is talking to the whole room, sometimes when people in our lives make mistakes, we let mistakes overcloud the good. I want you to understand why it's important to not forget the good because there's a harvest connected to the good. And if we only allow the mistakes to overshadow our memory, we will lose sight of the harvest from the good. And what I do know from this man of God and this woman of God and what I do know from just knowing this family, there's people who have been gone before you. Grandparents, grandmamas and granddaddies. God has a plan to release five generations back of harvest. I know we all believe in for five generations forward, but there are some five generations back of harvest. And I just, I just believe that, that, that God's not done. Right? God's not done. I'm going to do two things. I'm going to anoint you, mighty man of God, and I want you to come up here, and then I'm going to anoint both of you guys. But in the name of Jesus. I declare the legacy of the gospel. Y'all better hear what I'm telling you. The legacy of the gospel is not lost. But I declare that there, man, I, I believe, I believe rather that is for you, Kalepi, Lily, whoever it is, I just feel there's an anointing on you to redig some wells. Come on, somebody. What the devil tried to do is get you from redigging some wells, but God is about to not only anoint you to redig some wells, but there are some wells. Woo! 
the diligence in your family, the persistence in your family. I declare that every seed that you have sown is the harvest is not lost. I declare double for your trouble. for your trouble that is scripture what the enemy has meant for evil I declare the Lord is using it and he's turning around for good yeah the well is not dry nah 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 anointed 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 break every curse break every bondage break every stronghold in the name of Jesus I declare from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet that everything the enemy, I declare you've experienced a season of pause. Come on. You've experienced a season of pause and not completion. I declare that God is not done with you. I declare that the prophetic anointing is restored now in the name of Jesus. And wherever God sends you next, I declare honor is coming in double. Honor is coming in double. I declare every attack of health. New sight, new vision. New sight, new vision. I declare the spirit of anger is broken. You may have not been loved, but in your latter days, God is going to flood your heart with a love you've never experienced before. Both of y'all going to be singing Mary J. Blige. I never knew there was a love like this before. God's going to do a new thing in your marriage. Forgiveness. There's nothing to overlook when it's been forgiven. I break the spirit of toleration. You no longer tolerate each other. Your children will see an authentic love from their parents I come against the attack of families having to choose a side that's for every family in here God has you right where he needs you. God has you right where he needs you. I don't know specifically what, I'm t- what, what, what God is talking about here, but whatever the outcome is, consider it favor. You may not understand it, but God is working things out for the bigger picture. The season you guys are in, some things you may not understand, but this is how God is making up and restoring time. 
in the end, the verdict will be victory. You have purpose, mighty woman of God. You are worthy, woman of God. This is the season you will do the things that are in your heart. I declare you get your bounce back. Your identity will not just be in, in your children. God is, is blowing on your purpose. I see the ashes being removed. And I see beauty being crowned on your head. The legacy of the gospel in your bloodline is restored now. There's children in your bloodline due to whatever has happened. But there's going to be some sons and daughters in your bloodline that get the itch to preach. I, and I wasn't there when, you was, when, you, when your children was babies, but you have specific children. And I don't know who they are. You've had some children that you prophesied Lord told you to pray over them that they were pastors you also have some prophets in your bloodline the Lord is restoring the full picture you thought you was going to have to rip pages out your book the Lord is putting them back but there's going to be new words and there's some great grandbabies on the way there's some mamas that don't even know it but there's some new babies about to come in your bloodline those new babies won't know the story unless you tell them because God is cleaning it all up. Hallelujah. Within the next 10 months, you will see a big shift in your family for the good. And it may look like the sea is parting, but that's because God is about to restore his promises to your family. And some people will make the turn and some people won't. But I promise you, I promise you, what God has destined for your bloodline, it will come to pass. In Jesus' name. Say, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Come on, let's lift our hands and say, Lord, I receive it. 
lift our hands all over the room. I don't know what the heck going to happen tonight. For those that don't know, starting tonight, we will be meeting here every single night this week until Friday. Absolutely. I feel like the Lord said this week's revival, the last one, there's a lot of deliverance and things that, that happened, and I believe that'll happen again at the same time. The Lord says this one is specific to impartation, um, activation, and mantles. There will be some things happening in the spirit that is going to awaken divine purpose within you. He says this week, capacity is increasing in the areas you were saying, I cannot do it. This week, the Lord is redoing your insides. Uh, that's the scripture. Ephesians 3. This week is the week he strengthens your inner man. I would not miss a night if you can. It will be at 6.30 every single night. We will be in here worshiping. And then next Sunday is Rolling Stones Sunday. I believe today the stones have already started rolling. Come on, I see some graves opening today. Yeah. much for joining us for this week's podcast make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media you can find us on ig and facebook at love quest intl church we out here but you know what it is you know the motto we out of time but we ain't out of jesus so till next time get your love fixed man as soon as we walk in the room